Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Ben Dobbin with you this morning on this Wednesday morning, the 10th of May. Now, listen, I'm not going to bang on about the budget for the rest of the year. Today is the day where we recap it. And we started the show by talking about some of the real drawbacks on it. But there has been some positives and there is some areas uh, where we are really happy that the government have at least acknowledged and have been made aware that there is some concerns. Rural Doctors Association of Australia, Peter Upford, joins us this morning. She's been on our show before. Uh, Good morning, Peter. Um, In all seriousness, the health of rural Australia didn't fare anywhere near as badly as other areas. It was in actual fact quite, in some areas, a positive response from the government. Yes, certainly with a number of initiatives which I think have been quite targeted um, and in recognition of the, the challenges that rural have. So the tripling of the bulk billing allowance, which is already scaled, so the more remote you le- uh, you know, the doctors are working, the higher the um, payment is. So, you know, for someone in a very remote community or a doctor in a very remote community, that bulk billing incentive has increased from $13 to $39. So, We've been, you know, talking with government about how to support the viability of rural general practice, and this is a big part of, you know, ensuring that that happens in the longer term. Um, you know, we have a lot of mixed billing practices, but we've seen a lot of rural doctors have to move away from bulk billing uh, at all, and that's been a challenge. Or they've had to increase their, you know, their fees so those that could afford to pay we're paying a significant out-of-pocket expense. And I think this will help rebalance it. I think it'll mean that people who are eligible for bulk billing, so children under 16, healthcare card holders, so our most vulnerable, you know, more of them will be able to access bulk billing services. And we'll probably see a little bit of a balancing of, um, you know, fees for the people who do pay. And because they won't be having to subsidise the bulk billing patients as much as they have been. So I think this will help rebalance a lot of the things in general practice. There's also a significant level of investment to support practices, to employ practice nurses, allied health professionals and Aboriginal health workers. And again, that's a a program that is um, tiered for rurality. So the more rural and remote you go, the higher the support payment. So I think there is definitely recognition of the challenges, particularly within health, that our rural and remote communities face in the employment and recruitment and retention of health professionals. That's been a big one, isn't it? There is a pathway there that we can sort of retain. But the bulk billing, Medicare, you're happy with it? You're happy with how they've not completely gone over the top with Medicare? Oh, look, for... Rural doctors, you know, our members are certainly focused on the viability of general practice. It's not about, you know, necessarily paying the doctors more, but it's about how, you know, the small business general practice in our rural and remote communities can continue to afford to open their doors. Like there's a lot of costs associated with running a small business general practice, and and that's been the real concern for us. So this is a positive step. Um, in relation to bigger ticket reform, um, we'll certainly talk with government and the Department of Health to look at where they can do that um, because we do want to ensure that people can access a GP, a regular GP, um, and do that close to home, but as well as have 
access to a broad range of health services um, in their community. So there, I think there's still more, more work to be done, but certainly as the first budget, which is not the election type commitment budget, um, this government's done a good job to really target some significant levels of investment and get, you know, some targeted incentives right um, to improve the access and the equitable access um, to healthcare services. So, uh, in, in all seriousness, Peter, the, the Rural Doctors Association of Australia, where do you guys sit day after the budget? Um, and obviously you would have been briefed uh, is it a positive, positive response for you? What is the statement that you guys have made uh, that will go national? Well, we've certainly welcomed it. We always, you know, spend in the next couple of days going through the fine detail. Um, there's some things in there that um, we're not sure of the detail. So there's some scholarship funding support for international medical graduates, which many of our rural communities have relied on. Um, so we're going to be interested to get more detail on that. Um, there's the expansion of the single employer model for rural, gen- uh, for rural generalists and GP registrars. And again, that's uh, an absolute game changer for the recruitment of the next generation of doctors and something that Rural Doctors Association have been the lead advocate for. It's something that's been really important. We've listened to medical students and junior doctors. They're wanting this single employer model um, as part of their options when they're looking at a career in general practice. And basically, it means that they'd be on a more of a salaried arrangement, but get to keep all their entitlements that they've built up through the state healthcare system when they've worked there, like all the other um, registrars, you know, if you're in cardiology, anaesthetics, emergency medicine, you know, they get to enjoy those entitlements. Um, So GPs and rural generalists trainees are looking to enjoy those same entitlements. Can I ask you this? We, we, we've spoken to countless GPs in the bush. We've seen the shortages. We, it's well documented like what the Blackhall Tambo Shire have done. It's well documented what's going on in Gladstone, you know, with specialists. We, we, we know exactly the health crisis here. And it's by no means the doctor's fault because there's just a shortage of GPs and specialists. It just is. And, so, and frontline workers in, from healthcare. How do we get more? I, I understand we've got to train our own. I, I, the JCU um, University is a wonderful, wonderful uh, university where we're training men and women, you know, to become doctors and a lot of them are staying in the bush. The, the nursing um, degrees out at Charleville where the campus is at Charleville, fantastic. But we're talking three, five, seven years till we start to bear the fruit. So short term, how do we fix it? Well, I think that is the, um, you know, the international medical graduates and we've relied on um, overseas doctors for a long time and many of our rural communities are very grateful um, to those doctors because they have provided a service when there has not been a domestic, um, you know, graduated doctor to come. But I, I think we can't take our eye off the ball and we still need to address the maldistribution of our domestic graduates into rural careers. And there's a lot of work to be done with the specialty colleges, so not just the GP colleges, but all the medical colleges and the the culture within medicine. And you mentioned James Cook. James Cook have a very different approach to compared to many of the other universities. They employ a lot of GPs and rural doctors as part of their teaching staff. They ensure that there's continued exposure 
Um, and what then follows on from that is a really good program within the Queensland Rural Generalist Pathway um, and also rural exposure as a, a junior doctor. We need to be seeing more of that in the other states. Now, the other states have their rural generalist pathway, but we need to be ramping it up. And I, I think the viability of general practice is one part of the solution, um, and we've seen steps in last night's budget to address that. But we also need to look at the workforce initiatives. And again, last night's budget did it continue to expand or invest in the expansion of the single employer model, which are critical. But there's definitely still more work to be done. Um, and interestingly, it won't all be government. It will be about the colleges stepping up and being prepared to train more people in rural. Um, it will be about, you know, local hospital management decisions about supporting, you know, um, rural, rural community general practice as well as the hospitals. Um, we don't want one to thrive without the other because it creates an imbalance in the community. Um, so there's still a lot of work to be done in this space, but the viability of general practice has been a deterrent from young people even choosing general practice as a career, whether that's rural or city. Um, it's turned them off and basically forced them into other specialties. So we want to see, you know, the fact that this investment has come to support the viability of general practice, um, you know, is a good thing. It'll send a strong message to the next generation of doctors that general practice is a good career. It's a great career. Um, you know, all of our members, particularly the rural generalists, you know, reckon it's the best job you can have. Um, and they're not sure why people would choose a job in the city. So we need to be getting that message across and we need to be getting the message across that this is a viable career. It's a career for the medium to long term. And there's lots of interesting work that you can do. And you'll be, you know, well remunerated and well supported just as you are as a city doctor. Yeah, well said, well said. Uh, Peter Rutherford, I appreciate your time this morning, as usual, uh, comprehensive. And it's one of these things that I don't think any of us really understand the severity of it until we talk to people like yourself. Rural Doctors Association of Australia CEO, Peter Rutherford, and from the GP's perspective, it's a big pass um, from the Labor government and their budget. And an acknowledgement, still plenty of work to do, but they have addressed some of the concerns that the Rural Doctors Association of Australia had, and obviously they are working forward. Not over the line 100%, but very much so a step in the right direction. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back. This is Rural Queensland Today. It's the 10th of May, a Wednesday morning across Rural Queensland Today.